Today, there are two million descendants of French-Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. Venez tous jeunes fils et garçons, je vais vous raconter l'histoire de notre immigration ici au USA, de grands aventuriers de pays étrangers. Bonjour everyone, this is Melody with French-Canadian News. We'll start with an article from the Woonsocket Call titled In Search of a New Franco-American Holiday for Woonsocket. This story features a familiar face in our Franco-American and French-Canadian circles. Calvin Fox of Woonsocket, Rhode Island started an online petition to garner interest in recognizing St. John Baptiste Day as an official holiday in the city. This just shows that anyone can make a difference. And if you have any ideas in spreading the Franco-American and French-Canadian culture in your own town or city, just go for it. And while you're brainstorming, check out the article for the full story. Next up, we have an article from Juliana LaRue titled, Huguenots in American Colonial History. This article is about the Huguenots, who were the French Protestants of the 16th to 17th centuries. Most Huguenots came to North America as refugees due to anti-Protestant sentiment in France. 100,000 Huguenots fled France, and some of them settled in New England. Read the article to find out how the Huguenots contributed to colonial American history. We have a post by Patrick Lacroix titled, Accentuating Difference, Francophones in the United States. In this post, Lacroix highlights the difference between Francophone accents and how they were perceived in the past. He also mentions how exclusionary some Franco-Americans were in deciding who were the false Francos by their accents. Learn more about this time in history by reading the story. On the French Canadian Legacy blog, check out our next featured writer answering the question of, why do I tell the Franco-American story? This time we have Robert B. Perot, author of the book Franco-American Life and Culture in Manchester, New Hampshire. In his post, Perot tells stories of his childhood, from the first time he heard the term Franco-American to his family immersing him in the culture. So go to the blog and read the rest of this story. Moving on to podcasts, Sandra Goodwin of Maple Stars and Stripes is back with a new book titled French Language Lifelines for the Anglo Genealogist. This book is written for French Canadian genealogists whose French language skills are rusty or non existent. Goodwin says that the book is based on the language tips section of the podcast with some extras included. If you're interested in French Canadian genealogy but don't speak French, this book is for you. For the North American Francophone podcast, check out another episode of the Franco American Voices series, this time featuring host Claire Marie Brisson with her own reflections of her Franco-American identity. And now on to events. On July 23rd, from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m., join the French Cultural Center in Boston for their event, How to Taste Wine Like a Pro. Join in on this fun and educational wine tasting with French sommelier Alexandre Soyvert from La Vorelle. This event will be spoken in English. It's open to members for $15 and non-members for $20. Check out the event page to register. On August 4th, from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m., join the Franco-American Center for their French conversation group, Prêt à Parler. All levels of French are welcome to chat with the group, so don't be shy. You must register by August 4th at 4 p.m. on the FAC page for this event. That's all I've got for you this time. Thanks for listening. Now, for next week's guest, we are very excited to be joined by someone who will be very familiar to many of the listeners of this podcast. Ria Cote Robbins is the author of the books Down the Plains and Wednesday's Child. She is also the founder and executive director of the Franco-American Women's Institute. And we talked to Ria about her story growing up in Waterville, Maine, and how she has chosen to tell her story through her books. We also talk about the Franco-American Women's Institute, including what it is and where the idea came from to have a Franco-American Women's Institute. Now, for the bonus question, uh, we talked to Ria about a trip to France that she took, a trip that actually brought her to some of the towns that her family was from. It was a really, really fun conversation. We definitely hope you guys check it out next week. Because you mentioned in a parenthetical in one of your uh, works that you had walked down the streets of 
Angers, France. I hope I pronounced that right. You're getting close. Um, and you did not know at the time that the woman immigrant who began the line of woman on your mom's side had actually lived there centuries before. So first of all, how did you even discover that? Um, with genealogy. So going, we went to visit the hometowns, my husband and I, because he's also from, you know, like we're uh, like ninth and 10th cousins, right? So we left his relatives and my relatives left on the same boat. That's and, awesome. And back <laughs> 400 years ago. Anyways, when I w we went to Angers for a conference and I was there and then I looked at, you know, like years later, I looked at the genealogy and I'm like, holy cow, you know, I couldn't even believe it that, you know, that is the place, you know, where that first woman came from. So, That's and we nice. had a person that visited there from Angers. And I think that, you know, like we talked about stuff a couple of years after, and I think she and I wound up being cousins and stuff. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> <not that far. laughs> That's so cool. Now you got to go back. It'll mean a whole lot. Something oh, that to was, you. Yeah, that was you cool. went back down. Yeah. All right. Well, again, Rita, thank you so much for joining us. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you both. I appreciate it. Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair To think that everything they love we simply do not share But the spirit never dies, our culture will survive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive Special thanks to Josie Vashon for providing the music. You can find more about her at josievashon.com. This podcast was produced and edited by Mike Campbell. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at fclpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at fclpodcast for more information about the topics discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this episode.